0: The enemy wants to intimidate you because he can't defeat you. If the enemy can't get you to stop by the spirit of fear, he will enact the spirit of intimidation to strip you of the courage you need to fight with power. So we must overcome the spirit of intimidation by Hello beloved and welcome to Beloved Women with me Christina Patterson where we encourage women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. If you're new here please be sure to subscribe for new videos every Monday and Thursday and for those of you returning, welcome back. Thank you so much for watching, commenting, and sharing as it truly helps us to reach more women for the kingdom. And for even more beloved encouragement, I invite you to download the Beloved Women app where you can find unlimited beloved videos to grow your faith, learn God's word, and fill your soul. Have you ever experienced a season where you were confident about yourself, something you were working on, or an idea you had, but then, later, your confidence completely went away? Or, there was an area in your life where you were very encouraged in your ability to accomplish something, but then seemingly out of nowhere, you started to doubt if you could do it or if you were ever really good from the beginning. Then you wonder to yourself, why do I feel this way now, seemingly all of a sudden? I was so confident before and now I'm feeling very small and insecure. Where are these feelings coming from? I wasn't sure earlier in my life what this was, but as I've grown in my faith with God, I've learned that many times what we're experiencing is the spirit of intimidation trying to stop us from pursuing God's purpose in our lives. The spirit of intimidation can be difficult to recognize because it often causes us to feel confused and unsure and it feeds into our insecurities. So instead, we might first assume that something is wrong with us, that we're making the wrong decision or we're just overcome with doubt. Intimidation causes us to look inward at ourselves so that we don't recognize that we're under attack. We know that the spirit of intimidation is real because if you really pay attention to scripture, you can see the enemy using the spirit of intimidation to stop God's people from fulfilling God's purpose and experiencing God's promise in their lives. Think of David and Goliath. The Israelites are in battle with the Philistines, and Goliath comes forth challenging any warrior from the Israelite army to fight him one-on-one, and whoever conquers wins the entire battle for their nation. None of the fighting men are willing to combat Goliath, with the exception of David, a shepherd boy. So Goliath knew that David was not afraid of him because David was willing to combat him one-on-one, unlike all the other soldiers. So instead of trying to fill David with fear, he tried to intimidate David by reminding David of how small he was and how unqualified he was as a soldier. The spirit of intimidation wants you to think that you don't have what it takes and discourage you from believing that you can win by puffing up or magnifying a person or scenario to make you feel small so that you will want to run away and not do what it is that God is calling you to do or so that you'll doubt the gifts and calling that God has given you. The next example that I want to share with you is that of Elijah. After defeating the prophets of the false god Baal, Elijah was at the height of his spiritual victory. In doing so, however, he upset the evil queen Jezebel who threatened to take his life. And when Elijah received that threat, he became intimidated and he ran away. I think it's really interesting that Elijah was not intimidated by the 450 prophets of Baal that he just defeated. But you have this one woman, Jezebel, who gives him this empty threat that intimidates him. We have to realize that some people are operating in a spirit of intimidation to try to manipulate others to get them to do what they want. This is why the Apostle Paul's question in Galatians 1.10 is so important. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ we overcome a spirit of intimidation with a complete devotion to serving God and doing what God calls us to do. I always wondered to myself, what victory would have been Elijah's had he stood his ground and not let Jezebel intimidate him? We'll never know because in that scenario, the spirit of intimidation won. But what about you? What victory could you be forfeiting if you become intimidated? What victory awaits you if you stand your ground? The spirit of intimidation wants to strip you of the victory that is yours in Christ. And it's unfortunate that many times the enemy will see our potential for victory more than we will. So he will try to intimidate us to make us think that we're powerless, more weak, and that victory is beyond us. Let's look to the spies that Moses sent into the land that God promised his people before they occupied it to check out the land to see what it would be like. Some of the spies came back and reported that the people in the land were like giants. The spies were intimidated by what they saw and they said that they were like grasshoppers compared to these people. But Caleb, who was one of the spies, was not intimidated and his report was completely different. He said, let us go up at once and occupy it for we are well able to overcome it. Then the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we are. So here we have some of the spies saying, listen, we can't do it. We're not strong enough to take this promised land. But On the other hand, there's Caleb who is saying, yes, we can do it. We are well able, he says, to do it. They saw the same thing, yet they gave two totally different reports. The difference was some of the spies were motivated by the spirit of intimidation and Caleb was motivated by the power and promise of God. The spirit of intimidation cannot overpower the spirit, promise, and purpose of God in our lives unless we let it. And that's what the Israelites did. They believed the report from the spies that were intimidated and found themselves wandering in the wilderness for 40 years before they would actually occupy the land promised to them by God. The spirit of intimidation will set you on a detour that God never intended for you to take. God is faithful and he will fulfill his promise in your life, but the spirit of intimidation will never lead you on the path that God has for you. The apostle Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy not to have a spirit of timidity. Timothy was a young man who was leading the church and Paul encouraged him not to allow his young age to stop him from using his gifts. Timothy very well could have been intimidated by older saints and wondered if he was qualified enough to lead in the capacity that God called him at such a young age. We too have the same doubts that the spirit of intimidation will put in our minds. Am I creative enough? Am I old enough? Am I young enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I smart enough? Am I rich enough? As followers of Christ, it's not about us being enough. It's about the fact that we are called by the Most High God. I love David's response when Goliath tries to intimidate him. He doesn't deny that he's not a warrior. He doesn't deny that he's smaller than Goliath or that he doesn't have as big or strong weapons. But that's because he's not focused on himself. He reminds Goliath that he's come in the name of God. 1 Samuel seventeen forty five says, Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. David was not intimidated by Goliath because his fear was in the Lord and because he had a reverence and respect for God and God's there was no man that could intimidate David in this moment, no matter how big they were, because he knew the God whose side he was on was greater. If we want to overcome the spirit of intimidation that tries to slow us down, stop us, and strip us of our victories in Christ, we have to keep our eyes on God and remind ourselves that our God is greater than any man, than any weakness that we might have, than any situation we may face. We have to trust that God is the one who's moving and active and who has given us purpose. When we have spiritual sight and a heart for what God is doing and what he can do, we don't have to be intimidated by any man or scenario. We can then walk boldly in the purpose that God has called us to. The enemy wants to intimidate you because he can't defeat you. If the enemy can't get you to stop by the spirit of fear, he will enact the spirit of intimidation to strip you of the courage you need to fight with power. We know as believers, however, that in the spirit, even now, all victory is ours in Christ. The kingdom of God is at hand now, not later. We have nothing to fear nothing to be intimidated by so what is it that god is calling you to do what gift has he given you that he wants you to use to serve the kingdom let me know in the comments and remember do not be intimidated go forth and do all that god is calling you to do in the spirit and the power of our living God. If you enjoyed today's video, will you please do me a favor and share it with a friend because you just never know who might need some beloved encouragement today. And for more beloved videos, be sure to download the Beloved Women app available in the Apple and Google Play stores for unlimited videos to learn God's word, grow your faith, and encourage your soul. As always, thank you so much for watching today. And until next time, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.